is the chartographers. To the Chartographers Music Loving Podcast, ranking albums first to worst thing that we do. It's great. Uh, and guys, listen, we just did our main episode. We ranked all of the albums of the one and only Sir George Michael. I don't know if he was ever Is he knighted. a sir? I don't think I he don't is. believe so. Yeah, yeah, he's no. a sir in my mind. Absolutely. Uh, but we just did that, and it was a great time. It was me, Evan Soddy. It was Taryn O'Reilly. It was our very special guest, Carmen Barnes, in the Hi. studio, alive and doing it. Uh, and the thing is that it was great, but the thing is, George Michael's life is so much more interesting, you know, <laughs> in, in so many different contexts. His music is great, and his music is informed by his life, but what we need to do now is... You need to talk about the thing we talk about the sort of every happy hour mini so which is guys what's the worst George Michael song and I feel like we could do Wham worst song and George Michael worst song because the, I feel like they're just of a different ilk uh, as it were okay you know, I would, I would have just done one okay yeah. but I don't know is it, it, you do you have one like off the bat do you know uh, I mean that damn to, Wham rap yeah I, just... I mean Wham rap is like up there, I, it really is. Terrence might be credit card baby though. It, uh, it's close. For sure. it, it is. It is credit card baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. and that's. I mean, Wham rap is bad, but like, I can at least and I. I like begrudgingly the produ- production. Yeah. I guess okay. and like you know I can tolerate the hook, but like. Credit card baby is so <laughs> fucking stupid. I just can't get over Wham Rap when he says he has street credibility, which is like, uh, honey. You don't. Honey. You, you don't. Exactly. But he thought he did. I know, which sure. is cute, maybe, but no. Maybe in London he did. I, even then, I don't know. Um, with his short shorts. Yeah, with his tight, tight short shorts. As if I was talking about solo George Michael, though, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take a quick cursory look here. I'm going to take a gander. Oh, John and Elsa are dead. That's like an easy one. <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. I, lo- I love you, but like, it's fine. yeah. It's fine. Yeah, mine would be older. Ooh, that's a good choice. I might do Freak, potentially, because, like, it's just feel Of all his entire discography, it feels the least like him. Like, well, doing a it, hard dance song. It just feels like a remake of Scream. Yeah. But not quite as interesting. Mm-hmm. I would probably do Freak. Mm-hmm. Yours is Freak? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, all right. All right, cool. Well, that's fun. That's easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty straight. It's pretty obvious what the bad one is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even though the music video for that one is insane. It's still that, a good time. That, yeah. the, that music video was the most expensive music video ever when it was made. Yeah. Okay. For Which Freak. Which is amazing, too, because it's like, was the record label like... Yeah, this is gonna be a big hit. I'm like, you heard well, the yeah, song. Well, yeah, he was doing yeah. he was doing Michael Jackson poses. They yeah. thought it was gonna be big. Which honestly, though, for 2004, especially what was happening in 2004 in pop music, I'm kind of surprised that like Flawless wasn't like a club hit or yeah. like that Amazing didn't get some radio play. Like those are solid Absolutely. pop songs. Absolutely, yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. So, there's there's lots of different stories, though. So, Carmen, you were talking about how you kind of grew up with Wham. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm, just, I'm just curious. Did you know he was gay? Did you have, like, was at some point did it, like, click of, like, oh, wait. Like, you were saying uh, earlier in the other version, The main cast. The main cast, yes. That, I think um, SoundCloud Stitcher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that he was, like, giving hints throughout and I felt like I was hearing them all of them mm-hmm. so like yeah. oh yes I am a gay man mm-hmm. a lesbian I am this um and so like I felt like as he 
Like, it was basically to me, like, when he came out, uh, it was the same feeling when Rosie O'Donnell came out. Like, well, duh. <laughs> but I'm sorry anyone took it from them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, that sucks for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, even though my mother knew and tried to tell me first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would come home like, I, got a, I have something to tell you. It was because I got straight A's. And she's like, are you gay? <laughs> we really? Oh. Did yes, that really happen? Yes. Oh, my God. So I, I waited <laughs> longer to tell her just out of spite because I didn't want her to be the one to tell me. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's amazing. But growing up in Europe, so, like, George Michael, uh, like, nothing was crazy. Those short shorts were there. The the bangles, uh, you know, you got your bracelets. You've got those bright colors. They're right. awful. It's what everybody but it's like everyone was wearing. Yeah. Them. It's what we were to school. You know, we're just mm-hmm. kids. Shoes so. life. Yeah. Um, so it was like, this is the thing. And so it was just one of those things, like, as I was growing, I felt like his music was growing with me mm-hmm. in the gayness and just being older. Well, that's the other thing, too. He was actually with uh, quite a few women. Like, he was Absolutely. with models and things like that, too. I mean, same. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's be real. I mean, and this is, like, such a leery tabloidy question. Was he having sex with them, do we think? Was it, like, a, you know, was Yeah, he... I think so. I would think yeah. so. I mean, he was I mean, on a lot of E, a, too. Yeah. He was in, like, a very real relationship with the... Model from the I Want yeah. the Sex video? Yeah. Like, that was a, a couple of years, and I don't imagine someone, a woman that attractive sticking around if they weren't having any sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think that he was probably even an attentive lover. Yeah. Uh, just because some of the things, like, he references in his songs, it feels like, you know, he would be more sensitive to that. And that sure. Trying to live the lie. I know a lot of gay men that I know did spend time, you know, doing things that some straight guys wouldn't. Yeah. You know. To, yeah. to keep a, a straight woman happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's very true. Uh, it's, I mean, I feel like there's so many different things to talk about. Here's a question for you, Carmen. And I, yeah. I want to know this genuinely from you, and because you were there, you were in it. How important was Andrew Ridgely? You know, honestly, <laughs> um, I, I felt like it was almost like they broke up when Wham broke up. So, like, it was like they had, like, this break up like maybe they were together and like there were rumors of that on oh uh, you know in germany like this was happening like yeah. it was a lover spat sort of thing but it oh. was like oh what and i didn't uh, understand that as much you know being a child but like you know my parents were talking about it uh, my mom was also a huge george michael fan for obvious reasons mm-hmm. he's a sexy young right. man that sexy. ass that ass. Was still there in those short shorts. Uh-huh. I mean, his she, legs, too, in those short shorts. Right? Yeah. I mean... She died when his chest hair came back out because she loves a hairy man. Um, but as a side, <laughs> side yeah. note... Um, but it was just one of those things that, like, for for him, I didn't think he was as fashionable. I didn't think his big hair was as good. Like, uh, I'm naturally blonde, and so, like, it was one of those things, like, oh, I could do that big hair. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I felt more like I saw myself in George Michael, so that, you know, a partner wasn't something that was, like, um, I, I didn't need him. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah. But, like, even, with, even during the time with the band, like, from all reports, even though he was there and he was singing and, you know, standing next to him, it was, like, more of an emotional support role Absolutely. than it was any musician... Well, role, even yeah. in the clips of performances, though, yeah, we saw that. Like, yeah. they were, they were like, pretty touchy-feely, and mm-hmm. it definitely seemed like George was, like, reaching out for reassurance. Mm-hmm. Through 
his life, there was still like reassert reassurance reaching out which i think is what some of the other here's a song that i did before i'm gonna put on this album i feel like that's the same thing yeah like he didn't have you know a partner at that time so he just used his songs to make to sort of like give himself some comfort absolutely Mm -hmm. and that's how Mm -hmm. at least that's how i feel his you know Mm -hmm. albums came about because like what if my fans think it's too different right but he, you know, and the other thing, too, is that, like, because he reached the level that he did, he wound up uh, endearing himself and becoming a part of a lot of different, uh, like, uh, collaborations, what have you. There was the, I, I, I revealed, I found out that song he did with Aretha Franklin, mm-hmm. which was a... A huge success. Huge! Yeah. And it's so beautiful. What's and, that one called again? Yeah, what's it called? Uh, I don't know off the top That's of my head. That's fine. Yeah, anyway, Square Me the Worm. And then he did that uh, that cover with Mary J. Blige that um, Stevie Wonder covered. Oh, yeah. Which is uh, still, like, one of a pretty well-known song of his. Mm-hmm. Um, he did that remake of that Whitney single um, in 98. Oh, my God, that's right. Yes, he appeared on that one uh, for her Grace Hits album, too. Yeah. Which is an interesting choice. Not my favorite song of either of them. But, right. Yeah, which is like, okay. Because it was aggressive Whitney. Right. Um, and then, oh, of course, there's the song, the duet with Elton John. Yeah. The, the re-release. The, the song will go down on me or whatever yeah. it's called. Which was interesting because their story, too, because, again, I mentioned it before that a Hit Parade podcast uh, by Chris Malanfu for Slade mm-hmm. uh, talks about, essentially, the Elton John and George Michael Imperial period where they could do no wrong. Uh, and also their friendship, too, because, essentially, Elton John, he saw this hot young kid as, like, a talent and, like, championed him and cheered him on and did all these other things oh yeah i love that clip where um he brought wham on stage to perform with him and was like one of the greatest like new voices in pop music this kid is just incredible george michael yeah, and Andrew Ridgely. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Almost forgot to yeah. introduce him at all. Yeah. Son of a gun. So the Aretha Franklin is. Uh, I knew you were waiting for me. I okay. Knew you were waiting. Yeah. yeah. I just listened to it earlier today. It's it's, it's solid. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, I didn't know, uh, and I haven't heard it, but he performed with Garth Brooks even. Oh. And I had I, did, I haven't heard it, but it's something like that came up. When okay. I was looking, I was like, oh, all, all right. right. Well, all right. Guess I'm gonna get into country now. Yeah. <laughs> well, like which that. I'm not not into country. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like some of it. Basically, like when you don't like the ballads. What I like about country and what I like about ballads is it like you're making me feel something. It's not just the music. Mm-hmm. So if you can tell me a story in a song, I'm all for you. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. Did you ever see him live? No, no, because he didn't tour the United States that often. Yeah. So. Um, well, be, well, because essentially <laughs> after Listen Without Prejudice, he was just like, I'm done with the States, you know? Like, it's yeah. just. I loved uh, when we were watching the Behind the Music. It showed a poster from their from Wham's first American <laughs> tour, and it was called Wham-Erica. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that bad? It's so. I think that might be my hashtag for my wedding. I think that would be. Please, please do. Just that. make it America. Right. Yeah. Just, just hashtag America. It's fine. You'll know who it is. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, their first dance song is going to be "Credit Card Baby" Terrence. So I can't. I, um, you know, yeah. He's so he's going to say no. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Which George Michael songs have you chosen? Will be like the first question. Yeah. Great question. I want to know. It's going to be great. We have all the George Michael songs now. They're great. So, um, it, even this this morning, my girlfriend was uh, 
listening to when he sang with Beyonce, and it was incredible. Hmm. When did he sing with Beyonce? In 2009, yeah, on during one of her shows. Okay. Uh, he sang with Gay her, icons. right? He sang with her if. I were a boy, and it was beautiful. Oh, you damn. should look it up on YouTube. It's I think incredible. I will after we yeah. stop recording. I want, I want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It Good was on you, George. Because that's one of her most emotional yeah. songs yeah. too. Absolutely, and it was just really incredible. I was like, oh my god, and the the person that recorded it was a young gay man. He was like, oh, George Michael's on stage, <laughs> 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 freaking out like he's having Beyonce and George Michael, and he was. Bursting yeah. into rainbows, like literally. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? For a long time, you couldn't even hear him start to sing. There was this crowd screaming. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the gays were at a Beyonce so concert? Much gay. Yeah, and then the George Michael showed up, and they went more gay. Right. Oh my god! Tadra Call oh. dancing in the background. I need to know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, of course. The other thing, though, that I thought was interesting was hearing the story of his first true love. Uh, oh, Anselmo. Anselmo Filippo, yeah. Who I guess, like, I guess is after Faith, or I think, or maybe it was after. Uh, it was after. Um, Lives without prejudice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where basically, like, he was he su- getting in a legal dispute with Sony because Sony, he was like, "You guys aren't promoting me properly. This album mm-hmm. should have been a big hit, and you guys fucked it up." And Sony's like, "You didn't put your face on the cover." And you didn't show up in the music videos at all. Right. What are we supposed to fucking okay, do? Okay, but I love the Freedom 90 video. Mm-hmm. I think it's so fun. I mean, just... I mean, he was They really... found good lip syncers. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, absolutely. Models who can lip sync, right. I mean, but it's, like, legitimately, they sell it. Like, I, there's no point of this at, in that video where I'm like, I wish George Michael was here because they... Because he had his, his jacket. It was it, incredible, and beautiful stuff happening. Yeah. All, you know? yeah, the jacket, the guitar, and the jukebox yes. from Faith all, all exploding. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And it was like, his his iconography was still absolutely there. Yes. And so I, I, thought it I was, have no problem with I thought it. it was great. But it was really sad that he was just really nervous still of his own identity in a mirror. Uh-huh. So he did... so. Chose perfect beings to, to lip sync his songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he didn't want to be pictured. He didn't want to show. Yeah. Up, you yeah. Know? But also, like, I can't really blame the record label on that front, too. Like, the thing is that, like, the, you didn't promote the biggest fucking pop star that you have right now. Like, you, they did a pretty big Still music though, video. Still, yeah. though, it's only three years later, and the fact that it only sold two million copies is, like, sort of flabbergasting. Because, as we discussed, this is still a really good album. Well, and time to pretend. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, praying, praying for time. God, ten for ten. I don't yeah. Know. MGMT. Uh, <laughs> praying for time. Like the fact. I, I do not love that song personally, at in any way, shape, or but form. But it was whatsoever. a huge hit. It went number fucking one. But I also feel like that was again George Michael Imperial. It's a new George Michael single. It would have gotten number one had it been like fart sounds and you know fax machine. You know, like I feel like there's. And I'm glad he didn't do that, you know. Even though I will say the modem dial-up at the start of Freak is pretty funny, even to this day. I like, cannot oh, yeah. stand that they used a modem <laughs> dial-up. He's so futuristic, guys. I. He got the 58k, baby. I'm like, I'm like are you for real right now? Yeah. It's, it, but it's still on top like, of how, how did they know what it was going to sound like? Yeah. It dates it. Yeah. So mad. Because, I mean, by 2004, dial-up was already on the way out. Yeah. Like... 
That was, that was just, just a bad just idea. Just an interesting choice. Yeah, but anywho, but like while he was doing feuding with the record company at this time, I guess it was there was a Wham reunion that he did in Rio. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, in like '91. Yeah, right. exactly. So he flew out there and made that happen. And uh, he and, met Anselmo, who yeah. was just like a huge fan of Wham. Yeah, and who Anselmo, who two months later he found out like had AIDS. Uh, but then basically took two years off from the music industry to just, like, be with them throughout yeah. that whole time. Which is just so, like, crushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's who he wrote Jesus is a Child. Yeah. Jesus yeah. to a Child. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And, and then there was that song that he did on Patience, which is really nice and upbeat. And then I guess, and then, as they talked about in the VH1 special, he just randomly met some Texas... Uh, ar- you know, like, you know, arms guy. You know, like, he's... Oh, yeah. What was he... It was, like, some... You know, mechanical thing. I don't remember. Exactly. But yeah, just it's like... It's totally random, though. Yeah, it's this totally random guy, and they were together for a long time, and then he met his last lover in 2012, uh, mm-hmm. the same one that found him. So, Carmen, I don't want to dig too far into any deep emotional territories for you, but I need to know, where were you when you found out George Michael died? Uh, I was at <laughs> a big celebration for my... It was Christmas, mm-hmm. uh, so... I was with my girlfriend's family and I had not met most of them and I got uh, a notification because uh, I subscribed to georgemichael.com yeah. um, <laughs> and so like uh, it was something that I found out and I was doing my best not to cry in front of these people I've never met mm-hmm. and so it was very difficult on the way home like I played so many songs that my girlfriend had never heard of and she's like this is George Michael? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yes. Well, that's something that I, I had sort of had that experience after he died where, you know, there was the huge, of course, you know, when an icon like this dies, everyone starts playing their music. Yeah. And I was like, wait, Careless Whisper is George Michael? Like, yeah, she had wait, was having the same... Wham is George Michael? Like, <laughs> I, I, like, literally didn't know. And she had no idea what last Christmas was. And I was like, oh, she's like, I thought that was Britney Spears. I knew last I Christmas like was by Wham. I just didn't know that they were the same. Sure. Yeah. Like, but even, or like Monkey, I didn't know that that was a thing it was, in general. Well, or like, yeah. No, 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 because like I said, I've definitely heard that okay. on like an 80s, 80s radio station. Like, yeah. I'm aware of, and that's how I, I know, like, Do most of the, the, the singles. Like, I've heard Fast Love on the radio. Yeah. You know, and so it was just very interesting to be like, oh, this is what George Michael is. Like, I knew the songs, yeah. and I knew the persona, but I hadn't yeah. put them together. And She's more of a, a rock person, like, more rock mm-hmm. and roll. Yeah. Um, a lot of indie stuff, I think, as well. Uh, we have some people in common, and that works for us, but, like, pop was really more your, your my jam. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was like really difficult, like I said, to be in that situation. Um, well, I think but I will say that one of the beautiful things about friends of George Michael and like fans, like people on Facebook, um, one person, like the, the first day when they were putting all the flowers and notes offered to put our names on there. And so my name was a part of my, my name and, and address was a part of like this that memorial. was out there the memorial yeah. Yeah. nice um, so it was really sweet like she showed the poster where she put that like not address full yeah, but it was yeah, just yeah. in Chicago yeah well but, I I remember the post that you did yeah on that day talking about how important he was to you and I like forwarded it to Evan and it was like we have to have her on the <laughs> podcast yeah 
Well, I remember actually, I think because he was found, uh, his boyfriend found him dead on Christmas morning, uh, 2016, which was, which was already a year when we lost so many goddamn people. Yeah, it was just... Bowie, Prince, and then like at the end of the year, George Michael on Christmas Day, and before the year was out, fucking Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds. And you're like, oh, okay. The, the gay icons were just fleeing yeah. the Trump administration. Exactly. But the other thing, though, I mean, honestly... For real. Because it was Christmas Day, I remember we were driving home from your parents' place mm-hmm. when we found out the news, too. Mm-hmm. It was just like... And it just, like... It happened. I'm like, I don't know what to make of this. Like, it's I just was so unexpected. It was so yeah. early. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about... Not Bowie, but Prince and George Michael, like... They were in their 50s. Right. Which, I mean, I... Of course, logically, we know that people die in their 50s all the time. But, like, you just sort of assume that someone like that is going to have the best care possible and is going to live till 70 and keep being their iconic, beautiful selves. And so every time that that doesn't happen, it's just so shocking and crushing. It it was it was really hard for sure. Yeah. So, but at the same time, uh, you know, people were able to rally around. People Absolutely. were able to you know make it happen. Last Christmas mm-hmm. went to number two on the fucking UK <laughs> charts last year, <coughs> which is honestly amazing. Yeah. Uh, but I love that. Um, yeah. I mean, I also know that you know even though Elton John championed him, they did have a bit of a rivalry for a time because listen, George Michael likes to puff a little bit of weed now and then. Sure. And fucking Elton John wasn't having any of that himself, having crashed out pretty bad. You know? Yeah, he, uh, he did a lot to try to make George look. Let's stop with the the drugs and you yeah. know focus more on your music, but. And then they were, like, taking yeah. shots at each other in the media, yeah. like, you're going to ruin your talent. He's like, shut up, old man, you don't know me. Yeah. You know? And they eventually reconciled. Yeah. I guess, like, uh, George played Elton's, like, you know, big birthday bash when he was, like, 60 or something yeah. like that, which was which was really, really sweet. Yeah. But, um, yeah, do you have any other George Michael stories? Uh, any other, uh, other George Michael's one of the first things I ever drew. Um, oh. Uh, I, I did put that on that post uh-huh. back when he, when he passed. And it's not the best drawing of the world, but it was something that... That, like it, it was really like uh, at that time I used to like use all this pencil work and then I would erase my initials into the the man's hair because I only draw men basically in in my own weirdnesses um I feel like if you mess up a man you give him character if you mess up drawing a woman you've ruined her and that's just in my own brain so it's wow. hard for that's me. intense yeah and it's been ever since I was a little kid like oh, I don't want to ruin a perfection of a woman. But like for some reason, and, and it's and it's gross and it's weird and it's just a Carmen thing, uh, but it you know it was one of those things that like I don't I no longer erase the drawing to put my initials. So it was just one of those things <laughs> that was funny to see when I was looking back on it. Oh, I erased his hair to make sure I had CB in there. <laughs> and I was mentioning it a little bit before, but when I was visiting my mother, uh, she had mentioned that like I chose an album because I was like, oh, he's blonde, and I and I I like a. Uh, I, I like that the title of this album is uh, has an exclamation. So it was like one of the coolest things for me when I bought the, the Wham Make It. Totally thing. like a yeah. random like impulse buy. Yeah, like oh, this one's really neat right here. Influence. Like, yeah, absolutely. So much. Yeah, that's so I love those moments. <laughs> you know. I just because I'm an asshole, I pulled up your post that you did. <laughs> that's fine. I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but I like that you mentioned that besides Elvis Presley, your next favorite singer entertainer yeah. was George Michael. Was there? Did you find a lot of parallels between them at all in terms of? Um, like, actually, yeah. even when drawing them, their face, their facial structures were very <laughs> close, uh, yeah. which is strange to say. Um, but it is something that 
I feel like they, with their lives and knowing more about them from like being a fan, they were insecure for how amazing they were. Mm-hmm. So the insecurities like would come out in different ways. So, you know, him not wanting to be pictured on his album, like not wanting to be in the videos. He did direct them, which were incredible, which uh-huh. is really neat to. Well, have George, said. well, uh, David Fincher directed the. Freedom video. Right. Yeah. I mean, not all of them. Yeah. But I mean, he yeah. did some direction, which was great for him to like do that because they wanted to do different things. Like Elvis wanted to be an actor, but he was putting crappy movies. Um, mm-hmm. So it was one of those things that they had to keep breaking things, and they, uh, with a lot of artists in general, had some drug similarities. Yeah. 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 Well, no, it is that sort of that parallel of like they were successful in one sphere, and then they sort of had to like try so hard to redefine themselves yeah. to give them credibility in like their next passion because even elvis wanted to sing gospel but um uh, rca didn't want it to happen yeah and so like, too well associated when yeah. he when he did his own stuff like he has a gospel album and it's yeah, incredible. he has a few girl gospel albums, yeah. if i'm not mistaken yeah. yeah but you know it was like the big suit gold everywhere sort of elvis that did you know, fuck who's listening. I don't want to do this big change. And I feel like George had a, multiple moments of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Although I will say his worst hair was during the older period. Uh-huh. When it was that straight cut into the widow's peak. Why? Why would you make that decision? Why would you do that? I, put I, some cross earrings on just to accentuate I all mean, the weirdness. No, the cross earrings are great. I... I love the cross earring. I, and Carmen does too. Considering yeah. she incredibly love that cross earring. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it was it was one of the things that was not too hard to find. Uh, oh, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. Especially in that moment. Yeah. yeah. You're like, they oh, were everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's like the the Jackson glove. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was it's interesting cuz like in uh, I don't I can't remember which way it is now, but um, they asked him back when he was in Wham why he pierced both his ears because in the UK you're gay if you wear it in one side and in the US you were gay if you wear it in the other uh-huh. and he just wanted people not to ask the question so he had two. That's amazing. Oh, and he would like switch it depending on yeah. where he was. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> so it was just one of those things like he just didn't want that to be an issue. Yeah, I'm like, oh no, but your pink shorts. That might have... <laughs> Everything else, right? Exactly. I mean, we can see most of your thigh. Right. Yeah. <laughs> also, I can't imagine how long it took to shave his body. Oh like, my god! Just yeah. like yeah. a green like, man, like wham, <laughs> yeah, wham to you know his like breakout faith. Like, where'd your hair? What? Yeah. Who knew you, you had so much chest hair? And like the, he the trimmed that shit like, back. Yeah. Because yeah. he he was full on twink. I mean, he was wearing those shirts that came all the way down. You could see his chest. Like no, it, he he. Bleed or sorry, probably uh, waxed. Waxed it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other last minute thoughts or stories or what have you? I I think that is the what I can think of off the top of my head. That's fine. His life was so interesting, and I think that was the biggest thing going into discography this week was the fact that it wasn't just a matter of looking at his artistic achievements; it's the fact that all of his statements that he has as an artist were communicating something and like yeah. hiding behind it. and so like there was a whole veneer like through his entire discography mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a whole thing that informed a right. layer that was beyond hindsight makes you look at every song yeah. completely differently yeah which we can't do for every artist you yeah. know right. like it was just fascinating to see that so. I would say through his discography like it was one of those things that was really incredible is like going through being a young gay 
so many breakups or good things would happen and you had the different albums to choose from. And even if you take one, you're like, oh, this is what this song means for me now. Uh-huh. But like when you're brokenhearted, it completely hear just something different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can't do that with every artist. And I think it was really great that George Michael gave us that. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm very happy we went on this journey. I'm very, very satisfied. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And most importantly, I'm excited that you were here for it. Well, I thank really you. Am. Thank so you so thank much you for having me. me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so if you have any thoughts or stories you would like to share, please find us on our Facebook. Let us know. Email us at thechartographers.gmails.com if you have any questions to ask of Carmen. <laughs> you keep saying Gmails. Gmails at the Gmails. It's it was cheaper than Gmail. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions for Carmen about George Michael, please forward it on to us. We will gladly pass it on to her. Uh, in the meantime, though, just do us a favor if you wouldn't mind throwing us your review and ranking on iTunes because the more reviews there are, the more visibility there is and helps the show. We're also on Stitcher and SoundCloud and all those places. But in the meantime, please do us a favor, keep the faith, and keep on listening because you know it will be. Have a good one, guys. Good. Welcome to the Review Universe promo. The Review Universe with Chris and Steve is a podcast about two men who are hired to review everything in the universe. We're stuck in a tiny room together filled with pneumatic tubes while two shadowy figures dictate what we have to review next. Anything from pizza to pop stars to the entire state of Wisconsin. A new episode every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. We give this promo a 100 out of 100. 100. <laughs>